Dr. Katrina Fury, a psychiatrist. And I'm Portia Pendleton, a licensed clinical social worker. And And this this is Analyze Scripts, a podcast where two shrinks analyze the depiction of mental health in movies and TV shows. Our hope is that you learn some legit info about mental Mm -hmm. health while feeling like you're chatting with your girlfriends. There is so much misinformation out there and it drives us nuts. And if someday we pay off our student loans or land a sponsorship, like with a lay flat airline or a major beauty brand, even better. So sit back, relax, grab some popcorn and your DSM-5 and enjoy. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Dr. Katrina Fury, a psychiatrist. And I'm Portia Pendleton, a licensed clinical social worker. And this is Analyze Scripts, a podcast where two shrinks analyze the depiction of mental health in movies and TV shows. Our hope is that you learn some legit info about mental mm-hmm. health while feeling like you're chatting with your girlfriends. There is so much misinformation out there and it drives us nuts. And if someday we pay off our student loans or land a sponsorship, like with a lay flat airline or a major beauty brand, even better. So sit back, relax, grab some popcorn and your DSM-5 and enjoy. So welcome back to another episode of Analyze Scripts, the podcast. Today, we will be talking about the Oscar winning Mm -hmm. um, awards, you know, receiving um, all-star cast. Again, I think we could call this a film. A film. Mm -hmm. Yep. Iconic. Mm -hmm. Interesting. um, Curious. Can you guys guess what we're going to talk about? Or is it starts with like, an E. This, we're just like really teasing it. <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at once. It's also a lot of every word starts with a vowel, mm-hmm. which is just interesting. I actually used the the um, title in therapy a couple of times, just talking about like how like an intrusive thought feels or like someone experiencing anxiety and it being like everywhere. Oh my gosh. Um, Everything, everywhere, all oh, at yeah. once. Oh my God, Portia, that's a genius. 
You are a good therapist. That's really smart. <laughs> it was fitting because it, no, you know, every that's how it feels. All at once, yeah. Especially, I could imagine people with like OCD mm-hmm. with like these intrusive thoughts and yep. trying to like resist the compulsive yep. behavior. Like that's how it yep. feels. Wow, good for you. Yeah, and so like, is that? You know, I don't huh. know, like, what does that say about the film mm-hmm. or, you know. How did they pick that title? Yeah. And, like, what do they mean by yeah. that? Is that, like, a reference to all the dimensions? I will say I, like, watched this movie one and a half times. I tried to watch it again, but I just couldn't get through it before we recorded this. And I have to – I'm like, is this what it feels like to do acid, mm. this movie? Like – Hmm. Or, like, weren't you just sort of, like, just, like, really, like, whoa, what is going on? At least that's how I felt watching it the first time, Mm -hmm. just, like, kind of confused and, like... I felt like it was confusing until I had the storyline with Joy and her mom to, like, latch on to. And mom, you know, trying to help or save, you know, her daughter. And then I was like, okay, now I'm in the movie. Now Now I'm invested. So do you think there really are all those dimensions or that's, like... Some some say there are. Oh, you mean, like, some real people say there are? Oh, tell me about that. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I just think that a lot of people... Maybe maybe it's even, like, um, a little bit similar to like spirituality like Mm. helping you view the world from a different perspective that's like less pressurized or there's all Mm. these different versions of you there's all these different universes what could be happening like it's not that serious oh wow um i think it's it's just like a way of thinking um about yourself and you know some of some of my clients when they're experiencing intense emotions or something that is irrational but feels really hard, it's like, okay, and we're just floating on a rock. Like, mm. let's kind of shift the perspective a little bit, if you can, not to diminish your problems and yeah. feelings. But sometimes I think it's helpful to think of things like that. Other times for me, I think it's overwhelming and a little yeah. scary. Yeah, I yeah. feel like really anxious about that mm-hmm. idea. Um, that's really fascinating. Yeah, I think like we were trying to think about how to structure this episode and we were struggling, which I think also just reflects the film, mm-hmm. right? That is so yeah. all over the place. You really can't predict what's going to happen yeah. next. Um, like she like pushes those little headphones and then zoop, you're yeah. like in the next place yep. and you're jumping from here. You got to be a gymnast to go here. And it's just like mm-hmm. all over the place. Um, but I think it's really fascinating and I would like to watch it like multiple more times because yeah. I bet it's the kind of film where the more you watch it, I bet you get something different mm-hmm. out of it every time. And I think from like a mental health perspective, there's so many different lenses that you could analyze it through, Yeah, um, which is just really interesting to Mm -hmm. me. Yeah. I mean, I think looking at it just from the storyline, I was laughing about just like the IRS looking so accurate. Like it's just so bland. (laughs) It just makes such like a headache, right? Like I think we can all relate to like Mm -hmm. taxes. And Jamie Lee Curtis as Deirdre did such a good job in like her costumes. Uh And the second time I watched it, I noticed she has all of her little IRS awards Mm -hmm. lined up on her desk and they all look very phallic. Yes. And I'm just like, that makes sense because she's just like screwed ruin people over left and right right like it's just like those little details and then when she eats the donut or she eats something and it's like really like messy Mm -hmm. and all over the place and it's just i don't know it's just really interesting and it's like she's right the villain 
but she's also the villain in their like tax story. So it's mm-hmm. like, is this, you know, is this even real? Like, right. is this all just a dream that Evelyn's having? And, you know, because, you know, Deidre is the bad person. Right. And, you know, Joy's struggling. Right. And, you know, Joy's like detached. And it's just, it's it's like, again, another lens to look at it through. Was, right. Is this a dream? Like, is this right. a trauma response? Right. To is she dissociating? Mm-hmm. Is she, did she take drugs? Mm-hmm. Like, is she having a midlife crisis? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're right. Like Deirdre is the clear villain, but then also it's like Joy becomes the villain. Yeah. And I think probably a lot of mothers feel that toward mm-hmm. their teenage daughters, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, that you really get the sense like they are just at odds, like they are just butting yeah. heads. And Evelyn, you know, I think you get like they really feel disconnected. Mm-hmm. You know, Evelyn's having a hard time ex- um, understanding Joy or Jobu and, and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. Like the depression, the drive, the um the relationship mm-hmm. um that Joy has with her girlfriend. And like mm-hmm. I think it's just it's it's interesting. So again, there's another storyline. Like, is this just all about like, like the mother struggles? Relationship. Yeah. yeah. And also there's a clear cultural dynamic. And so I also thought, is this a commentary on immigration? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause we see they're like trying to have this big celebration for Chinese New Year, I think, in their laundromat. And you see through flashbacks how Raymond kind of convinced her to come to America with Mm -hmm. him. And then her parents, it sounds like, disowned her. And I don't think they would, like, answer the phone and all this stuff. And then somehow now her dad, I think his name's Gong Gong, is that right? Um, Is visiting or living with them in his older age. It's not really clear. And she, you just see her so flustered Mm -hmm. trying to please him. Like, he likes his rice this way. Don't overcook it. And, oh, no, now he's awake and he's Mm going to criticize this. Raymond, stop with the googly eyes on the laundry bag. You know, like... You just get the sense that she has felt so criticized for making her choices. Mm -hmm. And then she, in turn, is very critical of joy. Yes. Right? And even, like, in that early scene when, you know, Joy and the girlfriend are, like, leaving the laundromat and her mom, Evelyn, comes up to her and is like, you need to watch what you eat. You're getting too fat. Mm -hmm. Um, You're just like, oh, Mm -hmm. ouch. Yeah. Ouch. You know, and like, why did she say that? Yeah. And I think she like afterwards didn't like that she said that. Right, right. Yeah. And I think like at least what I interpreted from the film is like at the beginning, you really see those struggles between Joy and Evelyn. And you see how, you know, Joy's really struggling to introduce her girlfriend to the grandfather and their native language. And Evelyn steps in and introduces the girlfriend as a friend. Mm -hmm. And that's like, again, a really damaging to joy Mm -hmm. but then it feels like by the end evelyn has come to this place of better understanding and more acceptance and in that way i was like this could also be a commentary on intergenerational trauma or even just like you know the way you communicate in your family and Mm -hmm. how you can shift that for the next generation if you're willing to be open and understand like where your kids are coming Mm -hmm. from and work on it yeah, I mean, the, the theme through it a lot was, like, nothing matters. Mm. And that's, you know, a common feeling when you are experiencing depression. Mm-hmm. And maybe for teenagers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, and so one of the lines in the movie is, if nothing matters, then the pain and guilt you feel goes away. Um, some of, When they're, like, universe hopping, um, mm-hmm. some, some of the other things that they say, you're so capable of everything because you're so bad at everything. Mm. Um, 
what else? You're not unlovable. There's always something to love. Mm. Um, I'm, you know, Joyce says I'm useless and alone. Evelyn, we're all useless and alone. Like, there's just like a lot of that, yeah. again, like that perspective taking. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of feeling like we all feel this way right. sometimes, you know? Right. And like, yeah, Joy is a, she's not, I think she's out of high school. She's, I would say, like early 20s, yeah. maybe. Yep. Um, but still in that like early adulthood phase, mm-hmm. which is, can be so hard. And, like, scary and isolating, especially if you feel so different, right. um, you know, like, from your parents or from your family of origin, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of second-generation Americans might feel, mm-hmm. right? Like, if your parents, you know, are trying to assimilate into American culture, um, even, like, the language in the house or, you know, with Joy having to come to the IRS to translate right. and all this stuff, I feel like I do hear this from a lot of my patients mm-hmm. whose parents immigrated um, but that who've been in America since birth, that there is this tension. Yeah. And, of course, there is. And there's like, also, there like, be? an inappropriate Like, parentification role. almost, yep. yeah, yep. of the child mm-hmm. because you can navigate the culture exactly. and the language in a, in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, you're sort of, and even like in the, the, the clothing they chose for the characters and stuff like that, like Joy, you know, before she's like the evil person mm-hmm. and all dressed up, you know, looks more like quote unquote American. Yeah. Like in her jeans and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you, how, how long would you say the first time you watched it, did it take you to kind of get in and connect with like any storyline? I feel like I had this like reverse thing where I felt connected and in it more in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then as we kept jumping from universe to universe, like in the middle, I was like really confused and having a hard time following it. And then in the near the end, like when Evelyn and Joy are like really coming back together, I was like, okay, now I'm I'm back. But it was hard for me to follow. Mm -hmm. Um, I think just because it's such a different movie than I'm used to watching. And like it's cool mm-hmm. it's just different really you know? unique which i mean i think also speaks to like why they won i mean like yeah. what a concept how do you right. come up with that and like you know i'm curious about the writers like are are we close or are we way off like yeah like what did they what did, what was the message they were right. trying to send mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't know yeah um and i loved um the actor who played raymond um gosh no of course from the goonies and from Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. And then I guess at the Oscars, Harrison Ford gave him his Oscar, yeah. which is like, what a full circle moment. So beautiful. Um, really cool. And like, yeah, he was just really great in his role, too. Um, Ki Hu Kwan? Ki. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did a great job. So one of the moments that I actually like cried at <laughs> was when they were rocks. Oh, Do you remember yes. that? Yes. Yes, and how they like kind of held hands as well. Yes, and they kind of really like cool. rolled over to each other. Yeah, and I think Joy was like, "Mom, you don't have to be so close." Mm-hmm. Am I remembering that right? The 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 commentary between the two of them while they were rocks was like so beautiful. Um, because and I'm wondering if it was because like there was nothing, right? It was devoid, so it was a universe yeah. where like there was no light, there was no culture. Yep, there, there was, was nothing. no barrier, no it pain, was just, just yeah. literally like you're rocks. You're a rock. And, you know, is that why they were able to have the conversation that they were having? They like connect. Yeah, because there was just nothing in the way. There were no barriers. There were no expectations. Like, it was just so beautiful. And then I was like, why? I can't believe I'm crying at rocks. Yeah. But, like, that's how powerful, you know, the writing or or the context or what kind of, like, 
put that up to that moment for uh-huh. me. Like I was, I was laughing after, and oh. then you know, but no, I agree. I, I had forgotten about that till you brought it up, but I did really love that moment too. Um, and then it's like, did did all of that or any of that actually happen, mm. or was that like a journey Evelyn was going through in her mind in a way to f- try to connect with joy? Right. Um, and like, was there something about Evelyn's dad being back in her life that sort of like rocked Evelyn and made her <laughs> rocked Evelyn. We were just talking about rocks mm-hmm. and made her realize like I it's now or never. Like I have to figure out how to connect with my daughter or right. I'm gonna lose her. Like the way I lost my dad or you know, I don't know, Portia, what do you think? Do you think they really were in these universes or is it a metaphor? I think, I mean, I, I think it's got to be a metaphor just because, so, I mean, some of it's like so unbelievable. Like, and, and in a good way, like when they have the hot dogs for fingers yeah, yeah. in one of the universes and that universe, Evelyn and Deidre are together. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Like romantically. And then, oh, you right. know, they're playing out all these all other interesting things that Evelyn does get a little caught up in in someone in some ways. Like one, she's this actress mm-hmm. um, and Another one, she's an opera singer. Another one, she, um, I don't know, is like, is had stayed um, with mm-hmm. her family. Mm-hmm. And then in another way, Waymond is like rich, mm-hmm. you know, and they're together and then they're not, or then they meet and they used mm-hmm. to be friends. Like, it's just like all, of, and she gets stuck a little bit. And then it says Waymond. No, I think that's yeah? right. I think okay. I, was, I mispronounced Okay, because I was like, I'm not just, no, you know, no, no, having no. a hard time saying my R's. Yeah, yeah. So... He is like, don't get stuck here. You know, he's like right. kind of snapping her out of it, like yeah. trying to get her to jump again. I thought how you jump was interesting. It's mm-hmm. like you needed to get – it was either like a little bit of pain and um, almost like a body shock. Right One time it was a sneeze, yeah. the paper cut. Like, yeah. Like yeah. that's what happened or that's what helps you jump universes. But it, also it's like those sort of experiences or emotions that come from the experience of like a sneeze, a paper cut. Like she was saying, yes. you can't intentionally Correct. feel. So somehow you have to be present with the feeling that comes from this natural yes. random thing. Yes. It was fascinating. Mm-hmm. And then there was the time where she had to say to Deirdre, I love you, but really mean it. And so it was really tied into like deep authentic emotions yeah. being able to to jump from mm-hmm. universe to universe which maybe she hasn't been able to feel for like a to while connect. yeah yeah and yeah that's where i kept seeing this as more of like trauma it, or like even just thinking about like evelyn she's probably what her 40s or 50s been married now her daughter you know got her through school mm-hmm. now she's a young adult they're struggling to connect i was like i feel like this is her kind of being like this is my life like taxes mm-hmm. and this laundromat and like this is it yeah and then these universes as being like alternative realities like well what if i'd made this yeah. choice i could have been here what if i'd done that i could have been here and she's just sort of like so in her head mm-hmm. about it and i think that's when waymond is like i can't connect with you unless it's like a crisis right. and so he's like has these divorce papers mm-hmm. i thought it was fascinating when the divorce paper, but on the other side of it at the beginning was like the directions for how to jump from universe yes. to universe. And when, when she was like, you've seen this before, yes. you know? Um, yeah. When he's just like, yeah, it's normal, I think, to think about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. As you like are at different stages of your life, probably if when you've been like in a committed relationship for so long, I think it's pretty normal yeah. to have points where you're like, 
Hmm. And when things just get really predictable, yes. you know, it's yeah. like, this is what I do every single day and there's nothing that deviates from mm-hmm. it besides going to the IRS, which is a soul-sucking, you know, I didn't experience. even know, like, you could actually go, right? Can you? I mean, I, I know so. there's buildings where people work, but like, right. but I was like, God, how scary to like go do your taxes like that, like in person yeah. at the IRS. Like that just sounds so scary to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And then when they had to bring her dad, it's like, and then Wayman, though, like when they're walking and he sees an older couple who clearly is still in mm-hmm. love and you can just like really feel that yearning yeah. in him that like, I think he does love her yeah. and he's kind of like, why are you so disconnected? Mm-hmm. And Maybe Evelyn's depressed. Yeah, because I think, you know, Waymond is so, like, silly mm-hmm. and lively. The googly eyes. Like, yeah, that's how exactly. he keeps it lively, yep. you know? And I think, you know, at some point I would guess that Evelyn was matching him or, like, thought, you know, was commenting on his silliness or enjoying it. And it's like she's so kind of, like, deadpan flat, like, mm-hmm. non-reactive, not, like, you know, interacting with him or being like, oh, that's funny. It's like, stop doing that. That's annoying. But also, like, she's the one doing the taxes. So you're like, is he the silly, fun one? Mm-hmm. But then he doesn't pick up, like, the responsibility side of things. Perhaps. It's all on her. And so maybe she is feeling resentful or frustrated yeah. with him, right? Like, maybe she is sick of the yeah. googly eyes because they're in debt. Mm-hmm. But then it's like they're in debt because she was, like, putting karaoke machines and stuff, like, on the I business. Or... <laughs> yeah. All right, Portia. Well, you know, we don't have like sponsors or or anything like that yet Uh, but maybe someday we will and if we did this is where they would go so like what kind of sponsor would you like to see um i think really anything (laughs) that is like i want to use like spindrift sparkling water i would love for them to sponsor Mm -hmm. us you you love that you have them all the time all the time yep so what else would i like um uh here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, I feel like I'm. I don't wear a lot of makeup daily, but I am like a makeup get ready with me girly. I love Ooh. watching that stuff. So any any, any you know makeup brand, brand want to send me something, even That'd though you great. can't see us, that, that maybe is problematic. <laughs> what else? Uh, my again, like on the <laughs> delusions of all grandiose delusions on our vision board is an airline with the lay flat seats. Like, I really yeah. want to take a flight and lay down. I mean, if you're gonna go big, maybe you should just like do Emirates. You know, yes. like and like you don't actually have to take me anywhere. We'll just lay down go up in the air yep. circle around a couple times and we can come down yeah. um but that's my like ultimate yeah. ultimate sponsor mm-hmm. dream so um this is where 
you'd hear a commercial if we had them. <laughs> so far, we don't, but keep subscribing. Yeah, you never tuned. know. <laughs> so then we have this, again, like metaphor of the everything bagel. Yes. And so Jobu is kind of like, it seems is almost Jobu like... Is Jobu the evil joy? joy? Yeah. Okay. She has this like almost... I don't yeah. know what I would call it, palace, castle, whatever. It's you don't like, see it, but like this, this, this bagel is like in this room that's like special, and it's like you know behind this curtain, and it's like this, it's raised, and it's like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, kinda. yeah. It's it's again, it's like it's trying to suck Jobu in, mm-hmm. or I'm thinking of it this way: depression. Like it has already taken joy, and now it's Jobu because jo- because. Jobu like looked at it right and she's trying to get Evelyn to and if you like look at it you go in it like changes everything it sucks everything for it sucks everything out of you Jobu can now be in every single um she sees right every single Mm -hmm. dimension at Mm -hmm. once which is like really overwhelming and and problematic but like she it's like you know she got too close to the fire yeah um so she's you know kind of trying to like suck her mom into it i don't don't think she maybe even sees that that's her mom that's confusing Mm -hmm. evelyn's trying to get her back out of it like to pull her her out yeah um or she's like i'm gonna go in there with you which again i mean it's just like that whole narrative is really i thought beautiful yeah, um, and I mean, gosh, it really speaks to, I think, being the parent of a yes. child with serious mental illness, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like how desperately you want to pull them out or be in it with them mm-hmm. so they're not alone or right. try to save them. And the lengths that you'll go, yeah. you know, jumping universes. <laughs> right, to try to get in to In different them, dimensions. Try to connect with them. So they're yeah. holding on to Jobu at the end where she's like kind of, I think, going to like throw herself into the bagel. Mm-hmm. And – um. Evelyn is saying to her, like, no matter what, I want to be here with you. I always want to be here with Mm. you, which sounds like probably not what Joy feels. Mm -hmm. Um, Jobu says something like, you could be anything, anywhere. We only get a few specks of time where it makes sense. And then I'll cherish this. It's like, Mm -hmm. so, again, I think it's like, if you are depressed, you kind of have this perception or... um, your reality is that like everything's bad and like right. you know you might get a few moments here and there that are okay and like is that good enough mm-hmm. um so uh, the bagel was interesting and again yeah. like how do you how did you come up with that and everything again like that word everything which is like in the title mm-hmm. and they're they're sort of they just keep alluding to that right. um and how i think like when people are feeling really severely depressed You know, I think like there does have to be almost like I want to say like a healthy amount of cognitive dissonance to just get through life, right? Mm. Because life is hard. Right. Um, I think we all felt that and maybe continue to feel that coming out of the pandemic, like in those days where you're just really trying to survive and you don't know how this is going to, how this is going to end, if this will end, if we're all just going to wear masks forever, like it's almost protective to have a healthy amount of cognitive dissonance or be able to hold on to optimism. And I feel like when you're really severely depressed, you lose that. And in some ways you're like more in touch with the harshness of Mm -hmm. reality, but in a way that really keeps you down. And that kind of reminds me of joy, like being in the everything bagel and seeing all the universes and like almost like having all the answers, Mm -hmm. but it's overwhelming and depressing. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, I've, talked about from patients bringing it up Mm -hmm. um 
nihilism. Yeah. Right. So it's like kind of the the way of thinking that like nothing really matters. Like we're right, really right, small. Right. And What's I think the point. Right. Exactly. And that and how fitting is that like with depressive thoughts? And I think totally. it, it, it almost goes hand in hand. And it's a little bit of like chicken or the egg. What came first? It's like, is your overthinking and like too much self-awareness yeah like leading you down this a path where you're just so affected by things and and constantly overthinking and thinking of all the worsts and and feeling it so deeply versus like the kind of sense a little bit of like and we're also on a rock that's moving you know x amount of speed and like yeah. it doesn't really matter like right. it's like, like you need you to have a healthy either balance. way right because like mm-hmm. i think you're yeah you're totally right like if if you are viewing the world as like, none of this matters, nothing matters, what's the point? If you are sort of experiencing that through a depressive lens, Mm -hmm. then you're really nihilistic and like suicidal or like not getting out of bed Mm -hmm. or just really like, I'm imagining like slow, lethargic, really detached. On the flip side, if you had the same thoughts, but you were feeling manic, Mm, you might be impulsive and like, Thrill nothing seeking. matters. Doesn't I'm charging hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go down mm-hmm. this crazy vacation. Like, so it's just interesting, sort of which flavor, which view yep. you have, right? Yeah. Um, and interestingly, now that we're saying that this movie kind of targets both, right? Like, it's it does very much feel like a commentary on depression, right? And, and joy, and maybe even Evelyn. Um, but then it's portrayed in such a like colorful exuberance all over Mm -hmm. the place way yeah that it's an interesting i think that's a really interesting juxtaposition and you know just thinking of joy's age she's at a transition time Mm -hmm. i think a lot of young people um can be like situationally environmentally transitionally depressed a hundred percent um or just starting to think of like their whole life ahead of them and like how's it going to be um i think a lot of teens throughout covid and also just like with things being so expensive like it, it's it's College, just a lot student loans right. there's no jobs available it's heavy inflation and you yeah. feel stuck 100%. And I think that that leads to a lot of like uh, us thinking about these things of like, what does it really matter? Or um, I'm, I'm never going to be able to do this. Like, never going to be able to afford to move out yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. But then also like Evelyn might be feeling that too. Yeah. At that point of transition mm-hmm. in her life or maybe even doing like a life review and kind of reflecting right. or seeing her father aging and wondering about the decisions she made. It's like they're both mm-hmm. going through it in their own way. And it's just so hard for them to connect Yeah, until these universes and all of this sort of like mystical, magical mm-hmm. stuff comes up and now they can like finally understand each other. Right. So interesting. And then it's just like, is that I mean I don't have personal experience here but I wonder is that what it's is that kind of emotionally what it feels like if your parents have immigrated mm-hmm. and so they're in this new place but for you this is what you know right is that like emotionally is that kind of what it feels mm-hmm. like that you guys are in these different universes right. different worlds it's hard to connect and you can't quite reach each other mm-hmm. you know I don't know it's. I mean, wow. it, it brings up a lot, just the movie. And again, like, I think the cast is so interesting. Like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, oh like, it just, it, it feels, like, thought, so right? random. But it's it's so... Perfect. Yeah, like, it couldn't have been cast better. I mean, 
I, I'm just laughing about it. I feel like I need to watch it again in like a year, you know? Yeah, I feel and like, like every couple, like maybe just mm-hmm. like check in with yourself. Like maybe it will give you some insight as to like the state of your mental yeah. health, like how right. you're feeling as you watch it. It made me think a little bit of like manifestation in like the little, yeah. the little more way that I, you know, don't really subscribe to. Like I think, you know, I like talking about manifestation of like what you do leads to where you end up, you know? So like if I'm manifesting this podcast taking off, yeah. I am gonna talk about it with people. I right. believe in it. I'm right. going to hand our cards out. I'm right. going gonna, to continue to force make me TikToks. To do TikTok. Exactly. So like and if I don't believe in it, I'm not going to do those things. So right. then I'm not going to get anywhere. So right. like that's, you know, my kind of version of manifestation. But, but there I think, are, like, especially like celebrities. Yes. For a lot of people, it's a little bit more of, Woo-woo, you know, skip, yeah, you know, speaking it into the universe. Yes. The universe then kind of makes it happen. And really I think, like feeling it with your vision board. Yes. You know, and like really that, like that kind of manifestation. Yeah. And the, and the layer then that becomes a little mystical, yes. you know. So that just made me think of this and like the different dimensions and and what do people think really exists out there and mm-hmm. and are there different versions of ourselves i think it also brings up the question of like every day we make countless choices yeah that lead us to where we currently are and what if you did this right. thing different it's right. fascinating like you know about. i'm trying to think of something super crazy right now like i could just you know lean to my right and break this window but like okay like that would lead to a series of events. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I'm probably not going to do that. That might hurt, et cetera. Like I have, you know, some clients today that I need to see. But <laughs> it's like we we could do anything anytime. And Ooh. yet we make these decisions, hopefully, that are positively getting us to our goals and what we want out of life and and that are associated with our value systems, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But it's just mm-hmm. – it's that interesting way of thinking kind of too big sometimes. And one of my – um supervisors just gave me kind of a a helpful way of like thinking about people's symptoms sometimes. Sometimes we are too far out with our thinking. Mm -hmm. So it's like um, thinking of a bicycle wheel Mm -hmm. and the spokes. So sometimes we have like a spoke that's like like way up there. The the straight things. Yes, the straight things that kind of go around. Okay, got it. So sometimes we're thinking way too out there. Okay. And we need to kind of be brought back down with like mindfulness. Where am I? What are my goals? What am I doing? Other times we're way too small. So we're mm. like, we're we're um, thinking way too closely about things. We're overthinking things. We mm-hmm. need to kind of take a couple steps back, look at bigger picture, yeah. challenge things. Like, is yeah. this really that bad, et cetera? So it's like, I think this movie is a lot of the times for people who are like, what the way spoke is there. way up high and we need to kind of be brought back safely so we can right. like go on our life. I don't know. It's that just, is really interesting. It's like, it brings up a lot of theories and, you know, I think it'd be interesting if we had someone here who was more into dimensional stuff because right. I'm just like not. I didn't know those <laughs> people like were out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could DM us yeah. or send us an email. We could do like a yeah, follow up episode. It's fascinating. Yeah. And I'd love to know, is there any, like, science behind it? Like, is there physics about right. different universes yeah. or the black holes yeah. and all of that stuff? The I'm Bermuda like, Triangle. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, huh, yeah. And do we ever get, you know, are there windows or points in our life where we – some people talk about this. Like, they, they're able to kind of, like, see themselves. Or, like, some people talk about deja vu. Like, is this you mm-hmm. crossing over with another dimension? Like, it's just <gasps> – it's fascinating to think Whoa. about. Different different fun theories. Wow, that is fascinating. And 
like kind of scary for my neurotic brain. <laughs> yeah. So I think it feels, you know, if you, if I'm, if I'm diagnosing you not with a disorder but like i would say we both probably run too short with our spokes where yeah. it's like we're overthinking things are a little bit more anxious related we're I don't not know if I'll give you that we're idea not way about out me. in space yeah <laughs> well you know same so i don't think you have the that problem where yeah. i need to bring you back in because right, you're getting but, yeah no you need to so go true. out a little bit more i need to go i need to yeah open my mind a little bit, like be a little more open to the deja vu. And, you know, but that makes even thinking about that does make me nervous. Like I really like routine. Mm -hmm. So the thought of like other Katrina's out there doing this and that and Mm -hmm. this and that is like, whoa, I need a minute to think about that. Yeah. Well, take the year and then rewatch the film. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe too, just like with our own like personality makeups. Maybe that's why for me, I was like so confused by this movie and kind of a little nervous mm-hmm. while watching because I just like didn't know what to expect. And then like you said, like the hot dog fingers and then this is happening and then this. And I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Whoa, I can't get my bearings. <laughs> what is the plot? What am I supposed to take from this? Are we all going to be okay at the yeah. end? Like what is going on here? <laughs> Which is probably why, like, again, this one because it's so unique and yeah. like makes you have all of these questions and Feel I think it's like feelings. fresh like who, yeah. like this is a fresh film yeah. you know like this is a unique idea and and I love it but can you imagine who pitched this mm. to who like whatever like film giant made it like can you imagine no. the pitch and i wonder like did they just pitch it or did they try to like this is what i would have done portia yeah i would have been really sneaky and maybe a little bizarre and tried to like create these alternate universes around whoever I'm going to be pitching and kind of freak them Mm -hmm. out a little bit. And then they would realize that was all part of my game plan to like show them what this might feel like. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's what I would have done. Well, maybe you could There's still time. There's still time. (laughs) So it was directed by, um, written and directed by Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. Um, known as the Daniels. Oh, the Daniels. So they, you know, writ- wrote it and produced it. Interesting, too, that they both have the same name. Oh, it's an independent studio, A24, Ooh. that did it. Oh, they also did the, the Whale. I knew I recognized it. Oh, yeah. Wow. They had a fantastic They dominate. Year. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, too, though, as we were talking about, like, the emotions that get stirred up by this film, similarly, The Whale. Yeah. How it stirs up such intense, big mm-hmm. emotions. For you. Wow. Good for them. Yeah. If they want to come on the podcast, like feel free. Yeah. We would even send you like your own microphone, but you probably have one. Yeah, they probably do. We'll send you a, <laughs> a gift bag of yeah therapy coping skills. Yeah, yeah. You might need it. Yeah, they seriously. might need to come down a little a bit, little but maybe bit. that's in the right context. If you have mm-hmm. the ability, the privilege, etc., like you, people who are way out there can stay. Right. I think, in like, like a safe way. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, a lot of the times, sometimes it's not safe or or it's not, you know, unfortunately productive right. um, to survive in this culture. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, again, Oh, man, I really want to read about them. I wonder if they have biographies mm. or maybe at least a Wikipedia page yeah. that I can look at. Cool. Um, well, so as we wrap up, it's also making me think that next time we will be talking with Dr. Jesse Gold about Yellow Jacket Season 2. And I think we're going to talk a lot about Lottie and cults. Mm-hmm. And that's another example of someone way out there. Yeah. And again, in some ways, like when you were in the wilderness, that was beneficial to mm-hmm. your survival. But now back, not in the wilderness, right. 
she has sort of found right. a way to kind of make it work until it doesn't. Right. So it's just interesting yeah. how these themes are connecting across yeah. our episodes. Cool. We'll, we'll definitely catch us. We have a fun summer ahead of mm-hmm. awesome episodes, White Lotus, Euphoria, some movies, Barbie we're going to oh, yeah. cover when it comes we out. We might even do like an Instagram live at the movies for Barbie. What, tell us what you'd think about that. Yeah. I don't know how know. to do that. Or we'll TikTok see. live. Or can you go live on yeah. that? Wow. That's how I watched all the Taylor everything. Swift concerts. Oh. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. Portia. That didn't work. I'm out. still grieving. So. Maybe in another universe you were there. I think. I think in most universes I was there. Yeah, so except I'm gonna, for this one. I'm going to take solace in that. Yeah, this is the only universe that I wasn't there. Great. Well, don't think about it too much. Don't overthink. You're nope. going to find yourself sucked yep. into that everything bagel. And it was easy to do that weekend that she was close, mm. but then. Now, you know, I have kind of reined myself back in closer to the bicycle wheel and I'm good. Yeah. Good for yeah. you. That's that's some uh some strength yeah. right there in action. Well, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at Analyze Scripts and on TikTok at Analyze Scripts Podcast. And we'll see you next time. We'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. This podcast and its contents are a copyright of Analyzed Scripts, all rights reserved. Any redistribution or reproduction of part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited. Unless you want to share it with your friends and rate, review, and subscribe. That's fine. All stories and characters discussed are fictional in nature. No identification with actual persons, living or deceased, places, buildings, or products is intended or should be inferred. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The podcast and its contents do not constitute professional, mental health, or medical advice. Listeners might consider consulting a mental health provider if they need assistance with any mental health problems or concerns. As always, please call 911 or go directly to your nearest emergency room for any psychiatric emergencies. Thanks for listening and see you next time. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast and its contents are a copyright of Analyzed Scripts, all rights reserved. Any redistribution or reproduction of part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited. Unless you want to share it with your friends and rate, review, and subscribe. That's fine. All stories and characters discussed are fictional in nature. No identification with actual persons, living or deceased, places, buildings, or products is intended or should be inferred. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The podcast and its contents do not constitute professional, mental health, or medical advice. Listeners might consider consulting a mental health provider if they need assistance with any mental health problems or concerns. As always, please call 911 or go directly to your nearest emergency room for any psychiatric emergencies. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Thank you.